1: Oh, yay. Welcome to Natch Butte. Welcome to Natch Butte, the beauty comedy podcast where we laugh, we cry, and we cream. Welcome. I am your host, your guide, the creator of this podcast, the producer, the booker, the editor. I'm I'm everything that has to do with all things Natch Butte. I'm Jackie J. The Beauty Talk, Shock Jack, your queen of creams, house with the most serums, the freshest fringe on the West Coast, your favorite over 30 niche influencer, your cookie Southern aunt. She's screaming while the baby is screaming. Welcome to Natch Butte. Wow. This is a very special episode of Natch Butte. It's a very special episode. And I never knew when this day would come. I did not know that I was even going to record this today. But today's the day that I found some time to record And uh, I'm not going to bury the lead here. I'm going to get right into the matter at hand, which is that this is the last episode of Natch Butte. You heard me. You're now listening to the finale episode of Natch Butte. It feels a little anticlimactic. Yes. But unfortunately, this is just how it's going down. This is the last episode. Now... I have so much to, to say to unpack with that. The first thing I'm going to say is don't unsubscribe to this feed and don't rule me out. If if all things go my way, this feed will be active again soon. It will be fun and exciting. It will be something that you're going to enjoy. So don't immediately unsubscribe and forget about me and forget about Nash Pew for that matter because it might be back to be honest it might be back but I'm taking a little break and I'm not giving myself a timeline on the break so I'm gonna go ahead and just definitively declare that this is the last episode of Attribute although is it question mark so there's that you probably if you're an avid listener of the show which by the way thank you you might be feeling a little caught off guard right now you might be like what the fuck Jackie what's going on here you gave us no notice and this has been a very complicated decision, and I really want to get into the reasons. There's a a very developed, thoughtful reason behind me ending this show. However, I'm not going to get into it here for various reasons. I'm going to release the same day that this comes out a Patreon episode where I really... Give y'all the damn tea. Patreon.com slash Jackie Johnson. I will be on my Patreon. I will be back there for the time being until a new project is announced and available to the public. Again, when will that be? I don't have a timeline. I do not have y'all a time. But the Patreon will be back up as of today. There is an episode today that if you join Jackie J's Patreon you can hear. And and I'm doing that, is it a cash grab? In a way, but really it's because I just feel that this information would be best spared and only really shared with those who care, if that makes sense. that That's where I'm at in my journey as a creator, as a podcaster, for the time being. So if that sounds interesting to you, patreon.com slash Jackie Johnson. There's only going to be one level on my Patreon now, a $5 level. Every month you can hear a few episodes of something I'm doing and keep up with my new projects. You're also going to get a sneak peek at the new project I'm brewing. And you can give me your input and things because I know that the people that go to that Patreon are the people who care. So head on over there if you care. If not, I'm just going to say a couple things Vague things. Number one, I am not the same person I am when I started Natribute. I have evolved a lot. The world has evolved and changed a lot since when Natribute started. It's a different world. It's a different environment. And number three, probably the most important thing, the podcast industry is not the same industry it was when I started this show all three of those reasons put them in a blender hit the damn you know level three make yourself a little soup that's the reason in a nutshell that I'm stopping that and I will get way more into it and really hold nothing back on my patreon okay I'm naming names I have receipts because I don't give a fuck to an extent so and as I'm saying this right now I'm very sad don't get me wrong the most fun I have in my life is when I'm recording Natch Butte. It is the most fun I have. I feel as though I've been putting out my best work I've ever put out and as of recent months. Natch Butte was just recognized by iHeart Media at the iHeart Music Podcast Awards and is nominated for the second year in a row for Best Beauty and Fashion Podcast. That's a very big deal. The iHeart Awards are considered to be the awards for podcasts. And if you look at the nominees in all of the categories, they are truly the top tier podcasts that exist. So I know I'm doing a good job. I know my show is good. But alas, the end is here. And now I will express my gratitude, which I have tried to do throughout my journey As a host of a podcast, I am so grateful to all of the listeners for your time, for your trust, and for your loyalty to this show. It wouldn't have been what it is if it wasn't for y'all. So thank you for that. It has absolutely changed my life. It's gotten me through so much. As y'all know, if you're a longtime listener, it's been a constant. It's been my livelihood. And I am grateful to be able to say that because it is not easy to say. It is not easy to accomplish. It has been the most fun. I have had the most fun conversations. I know that if you are listening to this and you identify as a honey, that you deeply, profoundly understand me and what I do. And I don't take that lightly. I know a lot of us have felt weird or felt left out in the world and the fact that y'all get me and y'all get what I'm doing is so big and important so I'm so grateful to the honeys for just supporting Natchpew over these six years whether you've been listening the whole time whether you've been listening for a month thank you for being here with me and spending your time with me and I just want to say shout out To all the honeys who I've met in person who've come to my events, there haven't been that many, but if you have, I'm so honored. I remember the first meetup I did was in Dallas in my hometown, and y'all came out and like my dad showed up at the bar and he was so impressed. (laughs) Like my dad was like, You're famous, and it was just so fun, and we all hung out and took pictures and it was just so fun because y'all have spent time with me and even though I wasn't technically there, you were hanging out with me. And it means so much to me now, especially on the other side of motherhood where time is so precious that I now know like how big of a deal it is that you've invested so much of your time to be with me and supporting that tribute. So thank you, thank you. If you've ever met me and you brought me a gift... Or you've sent me a gift. I mean, Renee's pillow that she sent me. Shout out Renee. Is on my couch in my office of my home right now. I wear my sweatshirt with Chooch's face crocheted on it all the time. Like, y'all are the best people. And I'm so honored that y'all have been here with me. And you've changed my life. In the way that you have supported Natchbue And supported me. And y'all my period started after six months postpartum so y'all caught me on an extra emotional day that's why out of nowhere I'm like sobbing but I'm so just filled with love for the honeys and for Natchview and I'm not taking it lightly that this show is ending it's it's really weird like I was keeping it together, but but it's really hard. This was a very hard decision that I've been marinating on for a while now. About a year, honestly. And there's other things coming. So don't worry if you want to hear more from me. My plan is that, that there will be more from me. But for now, honey, she's putting the cap on the jar of cream and she's shoving it on the shelf and I'm so grateful to every single guest who has been on Natch Butte. I was going to name each one but I decided against it. It actually might be fun if I just go through really quickly and name them all. I'm not going to. Everyone who's been on Natch Butte, thank you for your time. It's been a wild journey for a lot of us. There is a good amount of people who have been guests on Nash Butte who are completely different people now. They have different names. They have transitioned. They have become other people. They have become who they are supposed to be. I've even had somebody die. There has been a guest on Nash Butte that is no longer on this earth with us. There's a couple people who have completely disappeared. I can't find them on the internet. I don't know where they are. It's been a journey, y'all. It has been a journey. So thank you to all of the guests wherever you are. Whether you're Earthside, whether you're in the sky, whether you're in hell. Wherever you are. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being a guest on Natch Butte. You know, everything on the other side of mommyhood is different. And... We'll get more into that on the Patreon, okay? But for this last episode, I decided that I wanted to be the guest. Because I interview people on Natribute, and I never get to answer the questions that I ask my guests. And I selfishly want to answer them. So I'm going to interview myself. So we're going to start how we always start, the intro, My guest today is a podcast host, a new mom, a comedian, and she's here to talk to us about her journey with her career and her skincare and her self-care. Please welcome Jackie Johnson. Hello. Welcome to Nash View, Jackie. Oh my God, Jackie, what a great intro. I'm going to be honest, Jackie, that wasn't even my best intro. That was actually totally phoned in. I didn't have anything written out like I normally do. This is the last episode, honey. What is it? Senioritis? She's slacking. I was. I thought it was fine. Let's continue. Okay. Jackie, what type of skin do you have? This is the first question every guest on Attribute gets. My skin. Listen, skincare has not been my priority these days. It has definitely taken a hit since I've had a baby. I have a six month old child. So my skin is. Fine. That's the word I'm going to say. My skin is fine. It's a little neglected, but it's been through a lot and we have been there for each other. So I would never dog my girl, but she's definitely seen better days. She's dry right now. She's tired right now, but she's doing her best. Fair, fair. What is the first beauty product you ever bought or used? I am so thrilled to answer this question because I have never answered it. Can you believe I've asked this question to hundreds of people, but I have never answered it myself officially. Here it is. This is easy. Well, number one is Nuxeema because when I was a, a, a tiny child, one time I smeared it all over the mirror of my house because my mom left a jar on the counter. I was probably three, but I didn't technically use it. I smeared it all over the mirror. So the first beauty product I ever used... My mom had a caboodle. And this caboodle was one of the most glorious things that I had ever feasted my little dirty hands in. I used to sit at her makeup mirror and stick my hands in that caboodle and just fuck with every item in it. Some of the ones that I recall. She had this lipstick that was in a metal gold tube. And you open it up and it was this coral coral color. I'm talking like orange coral. And I remember opening the lipstick and twisting the tube and it stunk so bad because this makeup was 100% expired. This was probably from the damn 70s, the, the look of it and the color. And we would put it, Sissy and I would put it all over our lips. It was disgusting, but I loved it. There was also a shimmery purple eyeshadow, And the Maybelline Mascara in the pink and green tube. I remember those very specifically. Skincare, my mom always used that mint julep mask. Queen Helene Mint Julep. She would do that mask all the time. At one point, she let me and my sister put it on. So those are the first memories I have of beauty and makeup. My mommy's caboodle, baby. And you know what? My mom probably still has that damn lipstick. (laughs) She probably still has it in there. Okay, Let's pause for a moment and discuss. I recorded that, and then I decided to dive deeper into that question. I decided to call my mother and my sister and really get some more information about the caboodle. This is the last episode of Natchabute. Might as well take some calls. I also just want to say that I started to second-guess myself. There's a lot of lore around this Noxzema on the mirror story. It was videotaped and I've seen the video. So I started second guessing myself thinking, was it me in the mirror or was it my sister? Because my memory of the event is tainted from the fact that I've seen video of it. And so I decided I would ask my sister and my mother for their thoughts on the situation To clarify, was it me or was it my sister, basically? So you're going to hear a few voices. First, I'm going to call my mom and I'm going to get her thoughts on the caboodle. And just to frame everything, my mother and father are divorced. They've been divorced since I was seven. They are not friendly with each other. And that will probably be reflected, but we're keeping it real. Let's go. Yes? Mommy? Hi.
2: As a matter of fact, I was just sitting here looking at your little one's picture. You were? Yeah, him and shoot and you and Ben, that card you sent. What a beautiful picture. My God, he looks like he's half grown.
1: And that was taken in October. He's even bigger now. How much does he weigh? He's 18-ish pounds. Oh, my God. He's giant. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be cutting his own steak pretty soon. Can you turn that TV down a little bit? Yeah, if I can. Let's see here. So I have a random question for you. Okay. I was going to ask you, do you remember at our old house, your caboodle? Yes. So there was all this weird stuff in there. Oh, yeah, everything. You had these lipsticks that were... It was purple and pink, wasn't it? I remember being purple. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that you, you had these gold metal tubes of lipstick that were like peach, really light peach? I had all kinds of lipstick. Yeah, but these lipsticks were like, I mean, they felt like they were from the 70s. They, no, they definitely were, were old.
2: I probably had them in high school. Oh, God. One was blue, kind of a turquoise blue frosty, and it was a peppermint pink. I remember that one because it tasted like peppermint.
1: Yeah, and you had like, um, do you remember that Victoria Jackson palette? Yes. Where did you get that?
2: I have no clue because yeah. we
1: didn't have email. I mean, stuff you
2: could order online and have it sent to your house. I probably got it at like a dollar store or something.
1: Yeah. I remember it said VJ on the front, and that's why Sissy liked it. Oh. What was Victoria, ja-
2: Victoria Jackson, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you used that green tube Maybelline mascara. It a pink tube with a green yes, 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 yes. I still yes, use yes. that. Okay, good. Sissy's about to come visit me. I'm sending her home with a bunch of red lipstick products for you. Oh, good. Sidebar, my mother only wears red lipstick. That's the only color she fucks with. So every time I get sent PR for red lipstick products, I pretty much send them to her and I get her thoughts. Do you remember... Sorry, I'm, I'm doing some research for my podcast. Oh, okay. Do you remember... The mint julep mask that you'd always put on, oh, yeah, uh,
2: Queen Helene,
1: yeah, that's what I thought. They still sell that.
2: Oh, what's well, good, it works. You might you get a start to get a pimple, and we'd put that on there, and it would never come out.
1: Yeah, it's a classic, it is, it's cheap. It may be more
2: expensive now, but it used to be at the dollar store for like a dollar or two, you know.
1: In case you're wondering where I got my thrifty/slash cheap ass bitch mentality from my mom, I'm trying to remember. Sissy said that you used to collect, like, vintage compacts. I did. Yeah, because I remember a couple that had, like, a little powder puff that the powder puff was basically dissolved because it was so old.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, some of my mothers had those, and some of them were tiny, like, the size of a 50-cent piece, and some were bigger, and some had mirrors, and some were ornate. I don't know where any of those are either. Hopefully, they're all packed somewhere.
1: (laughs) And, you know, we were smearing those products on our face. Well, yes, it's fine, though. And they were made back then with no
2: chemicals and stuff. I mean, it was all natural back then.
1: I don't know. Is that true?
2: Well, it didn't eat holes in your face or anything, did it? No, you got me there. Yeah, my mother had beautiful skin, and she used stuff like that her whole life. So I think that made them better then because they didn't have the preserving chemicals and stuff in them. You didn't really need them for powder. I mean,
1: Just wanted to remind everybody that here on Natch Butte, we adhere to the guidelines on the back of your products Whatever it says about it expiring, that is when I recommend stopping to use a product. Yeah, this one lipstick that I'm remembering, it it stunk because it smelled like crayons because it was probably from, like you said, high school. But it was this really light orange peachy color.
2: Now, I remember the peppermint pink. I'm trying to think. There was an orange. Wasn't it Yardley?
1: I don't know. And it had the
2: tube. was like orange and pink, circles. Yes. Rings. yes. Yes, 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 Yeah, it's Yardley. That was Yardley. Is that a brand? Yeah, Yardley was a real famous English cosmetic brand.
1: Okay. And that you, you sure you bought that in the 70s? Yeah.
2: Just look it up. Y-A-R-D-L-E-Y, Yardley Cosmetics. And it was all the hip-hop girls. They had all the long straight hair and the, the striped dresses and the tube was striped. Yes. Yeah, we had a bunch of that Yardley stuff.
1: Okay, I'm looking at it right now. It's Yardley uh, Cosmetics.
2: Jean or someone what that was with the top model for them.
1: <gasps> oh my God, Mom, this is it. This is it. I think I still have the tube somewhere. It is. Oh my God. If you're ever interested, they're going on eBay for $100. Oh, you're kidding. I think I still have at least one somewhere. This is literally what has been in my brain. This exact tube. I'm looking right at it. Yardley a- London Lip Polish. Yeah. From 1969. Yep. Wow. You got to the bottom of it.
2: Yeah, see, my brain does still work. <laughs> I mean, I can see that tube sitting here. just And on the bottom, it had a label that had the color name or something on it. And-
1: yep, I'm looking right at it. I was putting 20-year-old makeup on my lips. Hey, it's great. We had the orange. We had the pink. I'll send you this photo, but yep, you did it. You solved the mystery. Oh, it was
2: great lipstick, too. It stayed on.
1: Last thing I want to ask you is, um, unfortunately, because I've seen the video, I thought that I was the Noxzema person, but it was Sissy. Oh. Right? That, I
2: don't remember.
1: No, remember her singing with the mirror, covering the mirror in Noxzema? Oh, okay. You remember? Sort of, but I can't remember which one of you it was. I thought it was you, too. Okay, because I thought it was me, sissy saying it was her. Oh, okay, then yeah, you might have to ask him. On the mirror in the Country Club house in that little bathroom, the guest bathroom in the hallway. Oh, okay, because
2: I was thinking it, maybe y'all stood in the bathtub with the big mirror back behind the whole bathtub.
1: No, and I was, whoever this was, was singing cabaret while smearing Noxzema all over the mirror. You don't remember? Not exactly, but... If it was singing, it was probably you. Okay, I'm going to have to call Dad, because Sissy thinks it was her. I think it's me. I got to find out now.
2: I don't remember for sure, but that sounds more like you than her.
1: I'm not going to say I'm disappointed that you don't remember, but I know you've had a long life full of memories, but...
2: Well, I might not have been there if he was filming it. Mom,
1: this was like a big story among our youth. It was like... (sighs) Okay, I gotta get to the bottom of this.
2: <laughs> yeah, let me know.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to call dad. All right, good luck. Okay, well, thank you for your input. All right. I'm glad you got our card. Yes. But okay, yes. I'll let you know who was the Noxima bandit. All right. Thank you, mommy. Bye. Love Bye. You. Love you. Now I attempted to call my father, my father John Johnson. Yes, that's his real name. Famously never, ever ever answers his phone it went straight to voicemail
3: hi this is john i'm sorry i missed your call please leave your number
1: so i hung up and called my stepmother which is the only way to get a hold of my father these days good morning love hello how are you i'm good i'm just watching little sandy on the monitor
2: oh our sweet boy
1: is dad around
2: He's in the shower upstairs. Can I help you? What's up, love?
1: I have to ask him something. I've just been on the phone with my mom. Okay. And I'm trying to get the third and final opinion on a a controversial story of my youth because apparently my mom thinks it was me. My sister thinks it was her. I don't know. And I need dad to weigh in so that we know which kid this was. There's a story of one of us smeared Noxzema all over the mirror in the bathroom. That was Veronica. Okay.
2: I've heard the story many times.
1: Yes, we, we, we know how Dad likes to repeat his stories.
0: Well, they're so cute. Some of yes. them are just
2: too cute not to repeat.
1: I thought it was Sissy as well. Yes, um, it was. Okay. well, when he there's gets-
2: a picture. There's a picture somewhere of her sitting yes. in front of it. Yes.
1: When he gets out, because I'm doing some research for an episode of my show... Okay. So when he gets out and he's dried off and whatnot, I have another 40 minutes until I need to feed Sandy again. So if if he gets out in the next 40 minutes and is available for a very quick chat for my research.
2: I will have him call his daughter.
1: Okay, perfect. I called my sister. She did not answer. I waited for her to call me back. And sure enough, she called me back a few minutes later. There's nothing
0: where He used to
1: This is my Las Culturizas ringtone. Hi. Hi.
0: Sorry, I was checking in out at the hardware store. Another automatic faucet at the pub broke, so I'm replacing it with a not-automatic faucet because automatic faucets are
1: bullshit. They make me feel insane because I try to turn them on and nothing happens, and I'm like, am I a ghost? Am I really here? Is this the Truman Show? And I have just, like, this meltdown. Yeah. Okay, the first thing I want to ask you is, do you remember the Noxzema mirror incident?
0: <laughs> the things I remember about the Noxzema mirror incident, like through my eyeballs. because so I've seen the video too, and I think the video kind of pollutes it. Yes, but do you I remember
1: rem- without the video oh. interfering with your core memory? Do you have any recollection of it?
0: I do. I remember sitting on the counter, mm-hmm. which is really funny. My, my
1: husband still makes fun of me
0: because I still, to this day, sit on the counter when I like brush my teeth and put on my mm-hmm. moisturizer and stuff. I do that too. Uh, yeah, I just I don't know why I fit, so I sit up there. I remember the smell because Noxima has a very distinct yes, kind of menthol. mentholy smell. I remember because I'm smearing it. It wasn't just on the mirror; like I, it was on my face. It was on my arms. Like it felt good. It was tingly, <laughs> you know. I remember dad laughing. Mm -hmm. I don't remember the camera being there. I wanted to cover the whole mirror. I wanted to make the mirror white.
1: I just talked to mom, and mom doesn't remember this.
0: There's no way she doesn't remember I know. I
1: was... I was honestly offended because, again, I thought it was me because I've seen the video and the video has mixed with my memory, and I was like, "Did this happen to me?" But I then I thought I think it was you.
0: Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I took advantage of them not watching me because they were dealing with you because you were a baby. Yeah, the house we were in, we left that house when I was three, and you were one. So wait, was I- it in the
1: Sunland house? It was in the Sunland oh, house. Oh, I thought it was in the Country Club house. No,
0: it was in the Sunland house. I mean, that's why, yeah, we didn't have a bathroom that small Okay. in the Country Club house.
1: Just so everyone knows what we're talking about, we referenced the names of our houses based on the streets they were on. The house I grew up in was on Country Club Drive. And the house my parents lived in when I was a teensy baby was on Sunland Drive. There you go.
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember, I remember painting the mirror. I remember laughing. I remember tasting it. Like I remember licking my hand.
1: I feel like leaving a three-year-old unsupervised on a countertop with a toxic substance is probably not okay. Is that well?
0: I mean, they were probably changing your diaper, or you had thrown up, and I just toddled away. I mean, kids, your kid's not three years old yet. You don't know. <laughs> Like, you don't know. It happens so easily and so quickly. The crazy thing is that I got that jar open because it was, it was the screw. What was it? The pump that I can't remember. I can't, it was, the pump. Mom, it was
1: probably the pump. It was the yeah. Pump. mom
0: liked the pump. Yeah. I just remember playing with those in the bathtub.
1: Okay. But uh, uh, yeah. now onto the caboodle. <laughs> so mom's <laughs> big caboodle. mom's caboodle. I remember sitting there and just playing with all of her products. That was one of my favorite things to do. I know you You did it, too. Off the top of your head, do you remember any of the items inside of Mommy's purple, I believe, caboodle?
0: It was purple. And it wasn't a normal caboodle either. It might not even have been caboodle brand.
1: I think so, too. It, it was, was some kind of off-brand because it was square. But it was so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it was so much better. I remember a few things. I remember she always had the best tweezers.
1: Mm-hmm. She
0: always had the best tweezers. And to this day, I'm, like, so crazy about what tweezers I buy. And she Do has you this- think,
1: because I would, I'm not going to say I have a tweezing fetish, but I love a tweeze. Is that because of this?
0: I don't know. I tweeze every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. I'm sure that's something we got from her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that kind of stuff is genetic, but nature versus nurture, whichever you want to choose. But she always had the best tweezers and she had lip pencils. I remember just pencils, pencils of all colors. All colors, purple, blue, green, white, black, brown, gray. I feel like it was the 80s. And so women, there was like the 90s where everything was pretty normal. But in the 80s, like women did wear a lot of color. And I don't necessarily think mom subscribed to that on a day-to-day basis. Because she's kind of like you. She wouldn't really doll up unless it was a special occasion. Day-to-day, she didn't really wear makeup. But like a Friday night, mom was 100%. Mm -hmm. But so I remember all those pencils. I remember she had this really cool little blush with like a poof that was in it. Not like a not like a sponge. It was an actual floofy poof. Mm-hmm. It had like a ribbon tied on it. Mm-hmm. I love that mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. I just remember the pan was exposed thinking there was a mirror at the bottom of it. And I couldn't wait till it was all gone because I wanted to see that mirror so badly. God, I just remember the way that it smelled. That caboodle just it had that
1: makeup smell, you know? Well, so I've talked to mom. I spoke with her earlier this afternoon. And I described the lipstick that I'm thinking of, which is, it was in a gold tube, and the lipstick itself was this very light orangey peach. The hippie lipstick? Yes, and Mm -hmm. mom told me the brand, and I found the lipstick. (gasps) Wait, really? Yes, it's from a brand called Yardley, like Yardley Smith, voice of Lisa Simpson, but with Y-A-R-D, Yardley. And I googled Yardley Cosmetics, and it (gasps) literally pops up, and I have a photo of it that I'm going to send you.
0: Oh my gosh, I just googled it too. There it is. I
1: know. And so this is from the fucking 60s. 68. Mom said she used this in high school, and we were rubbing it on our faces in the 90s.
0: (laughs) I mean, if it... Meh. Meh. I'd be lying if I said I didn't have some makeup that was... Suspiciously old. Not from high school. I can't go that far. Wow! Look at this. Here's a picture of it. What it looked like brand new.
1: I want to buy one off eBay for a hundred dollars. Like really bad. Oh my Mom god. Mom said I she know. still has it somewhere.
0: I know what it smells
1: like. Yes, crayons.
0: Oh my. I god. know.
1: It's so exciting. I want one.
0: God, oh, the memories of this stuff.
1: I know. I want it so bad. I want to buy this on eBay so bad.
0: Holy crap. Does this brand still exist? Yeah, she had the light. She had like an orange, and she had the pink. Yes, and I thought, she said
1: she had. She called it peppermint pink, and then the uh, the peachy orange. Like, I mean, it was sickle orange. Oh, I still. Dad's calling like, me back. I
0: thought, I thought they were the most beautiful colors I had ever seen. Yes. Oh my god, I probably wore it in high school too, which means I was wearing like forty something years.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, okay, God. well, Dad's calling me back, so I'm gonna answer it. Okay. Okay. Wait, with me on or no? Oh, good. Okay. Well, okay. Call me back. okay. Bye. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hi, Dad.
3: So, what you doing?
1: Well, I'm recording an episode of my show, uh-huh. and I'm doing some research into a memory of mine as a child. Uh huh. And did Becky tell you?
3: Yes, and it was definitely Veronica was the one that
1: was smearing the Noxema
3: all over the bathroom mirror. Yeah. So you remember it still? Yeah. As a matter of fact, when we were having to move things around in the attic to make room for the guys to get up there and and install our new HVAC system, Mm -hmm. I found a a, a big kind of cardboard box that had a bunch of old videos in it from the family. Mm -hmm. And, And I remembered your mother because I found two or three of them. She had these VHS cassettes that were labeled "Family" and there's like Family One, Two, Three, Four. And whenever a, a cassette would fill up, then we'd start another one. And it was of you guys, you know, growing up and stuff. And on Family One is the one that I I watched it, and pretty much near the end is the video of uh, veronica smearing the noxema in the bathroom and it's not very good quality because it was an old vhs with a those very early home video cameras didn't have the resolution or the low light capability that they had initially Mm -hmm. but you can still see you can still see it plenty well but it's kind of grainy and stuff but it was really cute and funny
1: we should get those converted to mp3 there's a service that does that now
3: yeah, I know. And there's been one for quite a while because I remember when you sent all your Yes,
1: stuff. it was great. It was at Legacy Box. They were a sponsor of Natch Butte. They do great work.
3: That, that's right. And they did it for free because they were just getting started. Now I think they charged. Well, but, no, they did know, it for free doing. for me
1: because they did ads with me. I see. Yeah, so we should do that because uh, those are very important memories that we should, because those tapes dissolve. I've had cassette tapes and VHS tapes dissolve and then they're ruined and you can't even watch them.
3: Yeah. Well, these were pretty well preserved and stuff, and they seem to be just fine. Yeah, you know what I mean. They weren't. Yeah. they weren't kept in cold, damp, or real. Yeah, but still, we, sh- we should yeah. we should yeah. get
1: those done. Maybe yeah. I'll order a box and have it sent to you all so you can do sit, ship them because it would be important for me to to have those. You know. But anyway. Yeah. So okay, it was sissy. This was at the Sunland House. Yes. Okay, I thought it was at the country club house. But again, I'm only going off of seeing the video. I don't think I was cognitive enough as a child to remember the actual memory, because I think I was like a baby. Yeah, if we were in the Sunland house, I was what one?
3: Yeah. Yeah. And then if you remember... I gave you and Veronica a VHS recorder and camcorder that I'd like bought at a garage sale or something. Y'all made a bunch of funny little movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then remember, you and Erica used to go to the cable channel and they would let you use the studio. And y'all would do all this kind of stuff and it'd be broadcast on the community Mm -hmm. cable channel. And we could, I remember your mother and I could just about any time of day, turn on the TV and put it on the Community Access Channel, and there was you and Eric and Veronica playing in the studio and yeah, we were, talk shows and yes, stuff like yes, that. Yes,
1: Dad, we were television stars. I was a yes. child television star. No one can take exactly. that from me.
3: And y'all would sing and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it was really cute.
1: Yeah, we were little correspondents.
3: Yeah, and it got it got to where the guys at the local cable uh, place up there would just let y'all come in whenever you want and go in the studio because nobody ever used it. Yeah, you know, and it, was it was there. Nice.
1: I guess I should tell y'all that, yes, I was a television star in my youth. As my father just said, there was a local cable access channel. And a friend of mine, Erica, who I did pageants with, she had her own television show on the cable access channel called Superstar Kids, where she was the host. And my sister and I were frequent guests and correspondents. It was very fun. And looking back... It was the start of my broadcasting career. Yeah, and
3: you guys used it all the time. It was right up the street, too. Yeah, it was right in the neighborhood. It was right. Ride your bikes up there. It was right across from the Albertsons. Exactly. Yeah,
1: in Garland.
3: And you know that building is still there, and Spectrum uses that building now.
1: The cable company. Yeah. Shout out to all the dads out there that keep inventory on what companies are in what buildings in your hometown and letting you know what's going on been a while since i've been there to be honest
3: so yeah i found and when we were like i said when we were moving stuff in the attic i also found a pretty pretty good sized box of vhs's that i'm pretty sure i got most of them out of your closet when i were cleaning out the room and all that stuff and i put them all in a box so we've we've got all that stuff that y'all made and and those videos y'all shot of mozzi and his cage
1: Motsi is my father's iguana that he got when my parents got divorced. And he was a gift from one of my dad's friends who smuggled him in from Mexico in his wooden leg. True
3: story. And there's one where you said you put the camera on Motsi on his little shelf in his cage. And you made a voice for him going, you have pleased me.
1: <laughs> yes, I remember that.
3: Yes, that's very very cute stuff, Dad. You're referring
1: to my hit short film, "The Lizard of Oz." Is that what it was? Yes,
3: Lizard of Oz. He was the Lizard
1: of Oz, and at the end, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was doing parody before parody was cool. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. all right. Well, we now know it was Sissy in the Mirror. Do you remember that day, like? I feel Sissy says that y'all were probably tending to me and she crawled away and went up and maybe Rocky helped her on the counter. Rocky was our bull terrier. Bull terriers were extremely popular in the 80s due to Bud Light and Spud McKenzie. And then I guess you saw her and went and got the camera because it was funny.
3: Yeah, for some reason, I'm thinking that your mother wasn't home. Mm -hmm. I don't don't know if she was shopping. It's interesting because she, I just talked to her and she doesn't even remember it now. Um, I'm pretty sure your mother was like at the grocery or probably at the horse barn or something. Because remember, she was always messing with the horses Mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. And it was me and Veronica and I was babysitting her and she was a toddler she could climb, and I think there might have been a little vanity stool in there or something. And she just climbed up there, and maybe the lid was just sitting on top of the Noxema.
1: Well, we think it was the pump. So all you had to do was hit the pump, and it would come out.
3: No, this was, I'm, I'm positive jar. it was a jar, Okay. And the top okay. was loose. And Dad
1: is confirming it was a jar, not a pump.
3: Yeah, and that, um, Okay. I think what she... Did was, cause she, if I recall correctly, she had some <clears throat> on her face, on her cheeks. Yeah. yeah and yeah. she had started to put it on, and then she goes, hmm. And she started drawing on the mirror with it, and then she started really getting off on that. <laughs> she was smearing it all over. <laughs> and uh so, but when I saw her, I immediately went and tiptoed off and got the camera going and brought it in and videoed her doing it. And I go, you know, Veronica, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and
1: she was singing cabaret if i remember correctly. Um i don't
3: i don't think she was singing
1: Okay, since everyone has denied the fact that cabaret was being sung, i'm starting to think that this is yet another memory of mine that has been mixed into this memory due to watching it on the video. So i perhaps was the one who sang cabaret at some point. Sissy was the one who put
3: Noxima all over the mirror.
1: The case has been solved.
3: But she, The cute thing was she was sticking her tongue way out of her mouth and then curled it up in the corner of her mouth, you know, like when somebody's thinking about something and they stick their tongue out and kind of go, hmm, you know, they're trying to figure out what to do. And so I said something like, I said, I can see that it's all in the tongue is what I said because she was doing her tongue around. It was real cute.
1: Yep. Okay. I remember that now from the video. Yeah. All right, well, thank you for your take.
3: All right, well, love you. Enjoy. Love you, too. All right.
1: Bye-bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right, there you have it. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
3: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you for going on that journey with me. I learned a lot about my family and myself. I'm now going to continue answering the warm-up and attribute questions. This is my show. I am the guest. And this is my last episode. Damn it. Okay, bonus question. I'm just going to pick the, the first one at the top of my head. What's your favorite animal? That is a loaded question because I am an animal freak. So I'm going to give you my top five animals in no particular order. I'm going to say dog, dolphin, giraffe, flamingo, Horse. Horse. Those are my top five, okay? I'd say dog is number one if I had to pick. Okay, last question. Everybody gets this question. This is natural beauty. We celebrate our natural beauty here. What is the most beautiful thing about you? I cannot believe that I've never answered this. I have never answered this question. And I've never really had to think about it. But I'm going to say my humor, And that has been said a lot on this show. Not the most eloquent answer, but the ability to find humor in situations, the ability to make people laugh, that's what brings the most joy to me. And joy is what makes people beautiful. So that is my answer. That is my final answer. And that was beautiful. And I'm pleased about that. Okay. I haven't written any of these questions out. I did not prepare to interview myself. Can you tell me your top five favorite beauty products of all time? That is so heavy and intense, but I'm here for it. So yeah, let's do it. I have had the honor and privilege of trying a lot of products. And I know what I like. So I'm just going to start with some of the things that if I was building my own perfect skincare routine... What I would buy. Now these are not going to be cheap. And I I apologize for that. But if you happen to be bougie as fuck. And you want some products. This is the routine. For me. For a woman in her late 30s with a baby. That really hits me. And what I'm trying to do. Which is clean. Effective. Beautiful products. That I really enjoy using. So first off. I'm starting with the Graydon Skincare Full Moon Serum. Absolutely love this serum. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous serum with everything you need in it. It has a hyaluronic. It has, I think it has Bacucci oil, but it has some kind of retinol alternative. It's a stunning color and bottle, and I love the experience. My skin absolutely loves this product. Then I'm going to go with the Ronavat Jasmine Mist. I. Love it so much. If I have this product, it is gone in like a month because I just can't stop spraying it. It's incredible. It is opulent. The scent is incredible. I just, I love that product so much. Then I'm going to go with a a top cream. Y'all know I love this category. Y'all know that I'm the queen of creams. I'm going to go with the Puff of Love by Kipris. This is an insanely expensive product. Insane. Oh, God, I'm going to Google it real quick to tell you how much the bottle is. It's truly obscene how much it is. But I can't even tell you how good this is. It makes your skin snatched. Like, you truly feel a lift when you put this product on. This is $165 for a 1.6 ounce. I have never bought this product. It was sent to me, and I used every molecule of it because it was incredible. Kipris, K-Y-P-R-I-S, Puff of Love. The bottle is stunning. I kept it. It's on my shelf in my bathroom because I just want to keep it as a memorial to this moment where I got to use this product, but I'm not going to pay for it again. But again, if anyone out there is an oil baroness, perhaps you've robbed a bank or something like that, Kypris Puff of Love, Anytime Moisturizer, I mean, it's incredible. A runner up would be the cream that I got bent on. Which I don't even buy anymore because, again, it's expensive. But Ben buys it for himself. And every time I'm in his bathroom, I use it. And that would be the Berlin Skin Sandalwood Cream. This is the most luxurious, beautiful cream. Other than the Kipris, it's the second best cream. And it ain't cheap. It's a gorgeous product. The scent, the texture. It's got this kind of bouncy texture. And it just glides over your face. But my skin loves it and looks so beautiful with it. So those are the two creams. Now if I'm sealing it all in, the best beauty oil of all time as far as I'm concerned is the Lolly Beauty Natch Butte Pank Plum Elixir. I have a bottle of it at all times. I love it. I love the scent. It is, at this point when I put it on, it just... I'm relaxed. I I enjoy the whole ritual of the product. I'm so proud of that product. I'm going to say the Dew Skin Under Eye Forever Masks. They're great. I tried all kinds of things underneath them for under eye area. And I think the one I like the best is just a hyaluronic serum. I've used the Sweet Chef one. It's only $20. I love the Osea Hyaluronic. Again, a little more expensive. Or I use the Good Molecule Yerma Mate under eye gel. Those are the three things that I put underneath the Forever Eye Masks. But that product is truly one of the best products that I think has ever come out in the eye care space. I've completely abandoned eye cream. I don't have time anymore. I have to cut steps. So I use whatever my moisturizer is under my eye and I think it's just doing fine. So take it from me, last episode of Nantipute. Eye cream is, in fact, a scam. I am going on record with that. So, there you go. Those are my favorite skincare products of all time.
0: Oh, yay. Yeah. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, the final question for me, for myself. The final question for myself is, what are your self-care rituals? Now, this question is hard to answer because currently self-care has taken a, a major backseat in my life due to the major life change that just occurred of me having a child. When I have a chance to be alone, And I'm not taking care of a baby. And I don't have work or anything like that. I love a bath. Now this does not happen very often. This happens at this point once a month. Maybe once every two weeks. I take a bath. I pour in my Olverum bath oil. I watch Kardashians on Hulu on my phone. Or I watch TikTok on my phone. That's my self-care. Now I have had such an interesting relationship with the Kardashians. I don't actively support them, meaning I don't make it a habit to buy their products. I did buy some Kylie at the beginning before I really realized what that meant. I have bought a few skims, and the woman makes an incredible product, I will say. And I do find their show entertaining for various reasons. I do not agree with their environmental hazards, the way they live their life environmentally. The private jets are really not okay. They're very, very wasteful. I don't like flaunting of excessive wealth. I find it uh, insulting to most people because it's hard to make a living in this world. But I do find certain things very aspirational. Like I think Chris Jenner is a brilliant businesswoman and I really respect her And what she has done and what she has built with her family. I find it incredibly inspiring. I will also say that now that I'm a mommy, I find her to be such a wonderful mom and such a supportive, beautiful mom. And the way she speaks about her children, the way she just supports them no matter what. I really, really love that. And I honestly really love and admire the sisterhood among the sisters. And again, how they just, with all guns blazed, and support each other and are there for each other. I, I really do find that beautiful. The other day I was in the bath and I watched Kardashians and I got out of the bath and I went into Ben's room and I said, Ben, I want to have another kid because I just want my kids to be like the Kardashians <laughs> in, the, in a sense that they support each other and are there for each other. I think I find their relationships with each other very beautiful. I don't like the private jets and I don't like the flaunting of excessive wealth among some of their other issues, problematic issues. But, but I also, I'm still on the fence about having another kid. I just want to make that clear. It's looking like it's a no for me, but I do admire a sibling relationship like that. It's one that I have with my sister and it's beautiful. and, And I wish everyone with siblings could have something like that because it really is beautiful. Okay, so that's a big self-care ritual is just a quiet bath by myself. I, I don't spend any time alone really anymore. Sleep is a big one for me. I've worked very hard on my sleep quality. It's not great these days. It's definitely gotten worse recently, but I stopped taking medication. So I'm off my anxiety meds. I've gone off of it so I'm kind of back in my insomnia-ish time but I've been working very hard on my sleep hygiene and the quality of my sleep. I use my Aura Ring to track my sleep and I really think that it's gotten much better with the help of my Aura Ring. Aura Ring is like an Apple watch but you wear it on your finger and it tracks everything you do. It tracks your steps and your heart rate and your sleep and things like that. It's really interesting technology and wearing it for the past year has been very interesting and eye opening. If anyone out there wants to use an O ring, I do have like two or three reference codes that I can give out as a fifty dollar discount. Now it's a personal code. It's not an affiliate link or anything like that. It's literally just they give five of them out to everyone. And I think I have three. If anyone wants one and you're interested in an O ring, DM me. And it's first come, first served. But I do find them fun. And it's a great gift. I got one for Ben and he loves it. So that's what I would say is my self-care ritual. Working on my sleep. Bath time. Vegan food. The vegan movement. Pilates on a reformer. When I can get out in the world. Which I've been trying to do more. And that's it. I would have said quality time with my dog. But I barely get that anymore. And I can't say that self-care is taking care of my child. I absolutely love doing it. But it is very hard work. And it exhausts me. I'm telling you. There are nights where I'm like. Ugh, I would rather just go to bed than brush my teeth. That's how exhausted I am. And that is. As a person who hosts a beauty podcast for a living. That's a hard exposition to be walking. So that's another look into why Nash Butte might be over. But I'm going to wrap up this episode. It really does feel crazy that this is the end. It feels very anticlimactic. Consider this a quiet quit, a millennial quiet quit. But again, don't unsubscribe and don't unfollow View on Instagram because I will say this. Now that the weekly podcast is ending, I'm planning on doing way more content not around the podcast. So stick around for that. I'm very excited about that. I still want to be a trusted source in your life for all things lifestyle. So I hope you join me on that mission. And once again, thank you for listening to Tribute and supporting Tribute and being there for me. And don't count me out just yet. That's That's the last thing I'll say. I recently did a survey that a lot of you filled out. And I'm very appreciative of that. And the survey was extremely eye-opening in terms of what my audience is interested in. So, I'm going to take a little time, regroup, and I'll be back. You heard it here. I'm not going anywhere. Y'all know me. Head on over to that Patreon if you want any more tea, if you want to keep up with what I'm up to, and you deserve to be happy. If there's one thing you take from everything, it's that you deserve to be happy hope you don't forget that. And uh, yeah, I'm talking to you. And don't forget to crane your neck. This is Jackie J signing off the final episode of View.